Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Batter up! Katie, Katie was baseball mad, had the fever and had it bad. Just to root for the hometown through every zoo, Katie Blue. On a Saturday, her young beau called to see if she'd like to go to see. But Miss Kate said no, I'll tell you what you can do. Take me out to the ball game, take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back, let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a new edition of Batter Up, part of the Sports Insanity Podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. I am Mike Griffin, joined by Danny Boy Reginald Dan Ryans. Dan, what's going on, dude? Oh, nothing much, man. Good to be back on Batter Up. Been a while. Uh, obviously, with football started to get going, we had to cover a lot of things, so glad to get this baseball show back up and running in a very, very, very big time for baseball. Nothing like September, man. No, nothing like September. Even though Green Day had it wrong, wake us up when September ends. <laughs> you can't do it. But uh, before we get started, just a quick shout out. Um, tonight in St. Louis, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina made history. It is the 325th time the two have been a battery together. That's crazy, man. Yeah, passing Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehan of the Detroit Tigers of the 60s and the 70s. So Wainwright, Molina, all-time great battery. Molina's for sure a Hall of Famer. Wainwright, I think there's an interesting case on Wainwright, but that that should just be said. I mean, um, for, for Wainwright to do it both as a starter and a reliever and yeah. be very good at it, he should make it, it should be a case, at least a case. You know, he doesn't plus, have to be first ballot. Plus, he's won a couple of World Series. Yeah. Also, generosity should be he did stay with one organization his yeah, whole career. And, and, and I think for a player to be great and to stay in one organization for his entire career, and to still be very successful. The Cardinals have been a great yeah. team. You know, for his entire career, yeah, maybe a couple of years where they didn't do as well. But for the most part, the Cardinals are always in it, man. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that matters too. So make a case. It doesn't have to be first ballot. It could be third ballot, fourth ballot. Get him in. Yeah. All right. So shout out Molina and Wainwright. Molina's uh, definitely first ballot. No, Mo- no. Oh, I- the other guy in St. Louis, we'll talk about him later on, too. Oh, yeah. He's getting in first ballot, too. Yep. Um, we start with some rule changes that were announced. I believe it, they were announced last week. Um, starting next year, there will be no more shifts. Thank goodness gracious. And there will be a 30-second pitch clock for pitchers mm. as well. So... Let's start with the shift there because you said thank God. So and, uh, enough with the shift, man. Like it, it, it's so silly, so silly. 
play regular baseball like human beings. If the batter beats you to the right side, the batter beats you to the right side. It is what it is, man. Like, get over it. Yeah, no, no more four outfielders. No more no. Uh, shortstops or second baseman playing in shallow right field. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It, it's just crazy, you know. Just play regular positions. If the batter beats you, the batter beats you. Make now, a better it, pitch. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still crazy how. I mean, look, there's not a lot of players that can go the opposite direction, but it's crazy how a lot of hitters don't haven't figured that out or practiced it. So, but in any case, I'm glad it's done. Now we can play baseball the regular way, and you know, hope for the best. You know, I'm all for it. I think the shift is really dumb. So, and the shift has cost the teams a lot. If you really yeah. think of that. The shift, um, the 30-second pitch clock, we get it. That's going to be for time purposes, why mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. That's cool. Now do away with the dopey ghost runner at second base for extra innings. It's enough, yeah. You know, enough, that, yeah. enough with that. Yeah, Just stop, stop trying to change the game. Look, if you – if and this is the thing I hate about Manfred, is that he's catering to the non-baseball fans. He yeah. needs to cater to real baseball fans, and real baseball fans want real baseball, and that means extra innings. You start the inning clean, no base runners. Everyone starts clean. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you on everything. I'm glad the shift is gone. I, I'm so tired of hearing ball hit up the middle, but there's a player right there behind second yeah, base. No. And my dad goes, "Oh my day, that's a base hit." <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, know, ten years ago, that's probably a base hit. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the idea of the shift, you know, I guess it, it really took on the two thousand. That's when it really started to get very popular. Uh, I'm sure it was starting to become a thing before the two thousands, before the turn of the century. Um, but no, man, time to play regular baseball, play regular fielding. It's a simple game. Baseball is not a complicated game. You don't need all these different strategies. It it doesn't work. My best against your best. And let's see how it goes. Yeah. Now in terms of the pitch clock, uh, I mean, I'm happy that they want to speed up the game back in the day. You know, there's really no need for any type of pitch timing, all that stuff, because it was a fast-paced game at uh, back in the day, back in the, the mid-20th century and stuff. Even before that, you know, it was throw, strike, swing, bop, 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 and King keeps moving. There used to be games that were 55 minutes. Like, think about that. Yeah. Games that ended like an hour after pitch started. You know, and this goes back to something else that they've done away with. Now it can't just be relievers are in for one hitter. Now, if you're a reliever, you have to face at least three hitters or end an inning. That was something that also added to time of game. So hopefully this is beneficial. I don't know how pitchers are going to react to it, but Mm -hmm. um, you got to adjust. 
Yeah, uh, everyone's it, this could be an adjustment for everyone. It, it, everyone's got to deal with it. If you are as good as you say you are, then you can adjust to it. Yeah, but see what other rule changes they'll make in the next couple of years. Maybe the robotic home plate umpire comes into play, or or even something better that they're testing out in the minor leagues right now, and that's the challenging of the strike call, which is. Something that I've been screaming for, that I've been loving, privately, obviously, not on this show, because it doesn't come up in topic. But now that's back up in topic. 100%, I am all in on the strike challenge. Make it happen. Now, and it's only the batter, the pitcher, or the catcher who could ask for it. Yes, and I think it it it, it may affect how many challenges you get, because... I don't know if the replay challenges are different from the coaching standpoint versus the player standpoint when it comes to the strikes and stuff. So I don't know if that has any difference. Whatever MLB comes up, whatever the rule they come up with that. Um, we'll see how it all plays out. But I am all for strike challenges. Make it happen. It's time that we start to hold umpires accountable for when they make the wrong call especially to hitters like Aaron Judge, who sits seven feet close to it and gets a low strike call. Makes no sense. I would not want to be Angel Hernandez. <laughs> Boy, did, did, did you see that ridiculous that Sunday during the back game? Yeah, oh, I my saw. God. Enough with him, man. He he is dreadful. And you, and you had the audacity, Angel Hernandez, to file a lawsuit against Major League Baseball. God. Oh. He, and, and, and it's no wonder why nobody likes him. Nobody. Oh. So it's time to hold the umpires accountable. It's not a bad thing. It's No, just, it, it, it's actually a very good thing. Yeah. We have the technology to do it. There's no yep. reason why we can't. That that's what I thought about with replay. If we have the technology to use it, let's go for it. Yeah. So again, this is not about getting the call initially right, but it's about making sure you are right. Yeah. All right. Speaking of angels, this one's better than Angel Hernandez. Okay. Mike Trout. Prior to last night's game, we're recording Wednesday night. So, prior to Tuesday night's game, he had homer. He had homered in seven consecutive games, which is one off of the all-time mark uh, set by Don Mattingly and one other player who I am blanking on right now. Um, but yet, it's another lost season for the Angels. Angels, by the way. Dan's a Yankee fan. I'm a Met fan. Mark's a Met fan. I feel like we talk about the Angels a lot. Because well, they're, they're a disaster. That's why. They're about to change ownership, which is a good thing. But they're a disaster. They have two of the greatest players in MLB history on their squad right now. And they can't get them to the playoffs. It's a disgrace. Mike Trout, who is one of the most talented players I have ever watched, probably the most talented. Yeah. He's played in the playoffs one time. Like it's a, it's a disaster. How can you allow 
Mike Trout to be this good in the prime of his career and not sniff the playoffs? How? Not even a chance at it? Like, I'm sorry, man. They're, they're, they're terrible. They are awful. And I, I hope just you know, one day he gets his chance. I don't want it to be at the end of his career where he's slow and, you know, you know, Chipper Jones status, pretty much. Even though Chipper Jones has had success in his career. Um, Excuse me. No, you're, you're right. At least Chipper had some success. But I, I'll say it like this. If you are a person interested in buying the Angels, I'm imploring you to get some starting pitching in there. Mm-hmm. Get some real players in there. Listen, what you do with Trout Notani is whatever you do with Trout Notani. I'm just begging you to make the Angels relevant again. Yeah. Because there is no reason why when when Fox promotes baseball night in America Saturday night, there is no reason why the Angels should not be a part of that with Mike Trout and Otani being two of the top faces in the entire game. Yeah. So. So, you got that. Now on to former Angels. We mentioned him at the top of the show. Over the weekend, Albert Pujols went deep twice in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Once One tied him at 697 with, with A-Rod, or 696 with A-Rod. The other one, top of the ninth, runner on. He hits a go-ahead two-run shot to give the Cardinals the lead. That gave him 697, passing A-Rod for fourth all-time. He is now three away from 700. And the and look, we, we keep talking about it because we all want it to happen. But this is getting closer and closer to happening, Dan. What are your thoughts with this? Oh well, I, I am loving the idea of Pujols getting to seven hundred. I'm actually pretty nervous because we're already in the middle of September, and he's not quite there yet. He's gonna get there, but as a matter of fact, I'm watching him bed up right now. But it, I, I want this for him so bad. Because he deserves it. You know, he's a great baseball player. And, you know, in this stage of his career where he knows he's not going, I mean, unless the Cardinals make a big run, he knows he's not going to really be in much World Series contention. And he's not the same player as he used to be. He deserves to have these milestones. Yeah, he worked so hard for over his major league career. So this is a great, great story going on here for Albert Pujols and the great baseball city of St. Louis, man. Yeah, and on top of this, he when he hit six ninety seven on Sunday, mm-hmm. the person who caught it offered him the ball. Okay, that person had I guess had said to him, their father or someone along those lines had died a year ago to the day. Albert Pujols said, "No, you keep the ball." And he signed another couple of balls for these people. 
and said the ball would mean more to you than it would to me. Oh, what a class act. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, pool holes, you know, he's had an iffy, iffy way of presenting himself over the years. He's come off as like an a-hole sometimes, sometimes come off really nice. I think he's being more kinder one because he's getting older and two, because, you know, a little hall of fame status, you know, you want to want to be a little, a little nice. So, um, yeah, no, I, I think that's great, great stuff from pool holes there. He, it's the right thing to do. Um, I think the the bit the best the ball that he really wants is seven hundred. Uh, yeah. Six six ninety seven. You know, you, you only pass an A rod here. Like, you know, what what are we talking about? <laughs> but by the way, message to A rod. He didn't need steroids to hit six hundred ninety seven <laughs> home runs. Amen, man. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so good for Albert. They're, the Cardinals are playing the Brewers this week. They still have meetings with the Reds. The the they end the season with the Pirates. They also make a West Coast trip to LA and San Diego. So who knows where and when Albert Pools will hit 700 home runs, but we'll break it down. That'll be an epic moment. That'll be like we started the year on Miggy 3000. We end the year on Albert 700. I kind of like how that coincides with each other. Yep, you know, the two greatest of all time, man. Yeah. All right. Speaking of greatest of all times, something that will not shock anybody is last night, the Los Angeles Dodgers of Brooklyn won the National League West once again to the shock of absolutely no one. The timing is just insane. It's September 14th and they're already winning the division. But the Dodgers win the NL West, I think it's like the ninth time in 10 years or 10th and 11, something like that. The only year they didn't win was last year when the Giants eked it out by a single game. Um, but, Dan, your thoughts on the Dodgers winning the National League West? Well, I mean, it didn't really come as a shock. You know, pretty much since August. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll say more like mid to late July into August. Once the Dodgers started cooking, it was over. Like, there was just no way – Anyone was going to catch, even the Padres when they're made, and the Padres have been dreadful. Um, but you know, even the Padres, you know, gave up when the Dodgers just kept winning, 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 you know, getting well over 40 games over 500. Yeah, it, it to me, the Dodgers are really the team to beat right now. Um, uh, and the fact that they clinched both playoff and division so early. Now they get to chill and relax and, you know, rack up that number one seed, bro. Like this is, this is exactly class act baseball. They're doing exactly everything the right way. They're taking care of business and they play, they talk on the field and, you know, it's one thing to, you know, have a team that just, you know, does all the talking, 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 talking. Another thing when you talk on the field, you show by your play, and the Dodgers can prove their game by their play. It doesn't hurt that they're a real a legitimate all-star team. <laughs> so true, bro. So um, true. And despite injuries to big players, everyone's yeah. oh, yeah. everyone's coming through. Yeah. Even even that son of a bitch, Joey Gallo, can come through once in a while. But you know what? The, but but that's a perfect assessment because that's kind of what they do. 
Like, Justin Turner was nothing for the Mets, and now he's this all-star oh, third was, baseman with a great beard for the Dodgers. He was a nothing for the Mets. Justin Turner played well. But he was played in a sparingly role. Well, yeah, because, because you know, Terry Collins didn't like didn't like him very much. <laughs> I mean, you know. You know? What well, was there to like? He, he wasn't this guy. He wasn't this guy. I mean, their lineup's so deep, they got Cody Bellinger hit Nath. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, that's the lineup the Dodgers throw out at you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and not only do they – I mean, they, they hit for power, obviously. But they also hit for, you know, pretty much runs, doubles, singles. Yeah. And the, they, they, they play real baseball. They play – Small ball sometimes they mix it up with the power, they mix it up with the all these different types of base extra base hits, all that stuff. It's it's incredible. This is the hitting out of the Dodgers coming right now. It's it's incredible, it really is. And, and but, but here's the one thing I will say on the Dodgers they are not judged by winning the National League West, right. They, they are not even judged by winning the National League. They will be judged by if they can or cannot win the World Series. And if they lose the World Series, it's going to be that that's going to be a it's not going to even be a disappointment. It's going to be awful. It, they are the one team in all of baseball. And, and I could say this with knowing they are the only World Series or bus team. Yeah. Be, because. I, I know there are other fan bases that'll say, hey, what about us? Guess what? G- g- they are the only team that is World Series or bust. Well, because of the, the team that they assemble. Exactly. That's why. And be- because and then, of that. And the, be- and the crummy National League. Let's call it what it is. They're a crummy National League. We got there. Well, you, you got three really good teams in the National League. Yeah. With the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Mets, even though the Mets are not playing like a very good team. But then there's that second tier of I, – I'll put Philly, San Diego, and, and the Cardinals in that class. And then there's the large drop-off. But it'll be interesting because the Dodgers will not have Walker Bueller for the playoffs. Let's see how Kershaw holds up. Yeah. And, of course, you know, that obviously that stinks for Walker Bueller. You know, you're not, you're not, we're not going to see him for a very long time, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, as he's got another surgery on that on that arm, but like you know, it. it but like I said, the Dodgers they have the depth to get through without him. So as yeah. a team, it's really not that big a deal. Right now, it, it puts a little bit more pressure on guys like Gonsolin and Tyler mm-hmm. Anderson, who've had really good years. But yeah. Um. You know the the Dodgers are in. They're the only team I believe to have already clinched. Mm-hmm. I know they're the only team who clinched the division, but uh, they're the only team in the playoffs as of now. But boy, to clinch on September thirteenth now, all those I, guys I, who are banged up can just relax. Now uh, Joey get Joey Gallup's going to get a big hit in the playoffs. You know that he's going to mm-hmm. get one. Yeah. Oh. Unbelievable what they're doing with that franchise and the amount of money they spend and how they spend it. And, and and again, you know, just in general, playing 
baseball like baseball how it should yep. be played. And let's be honest, I don't view Dave Roberts as a traditional manager. He learned to be traditional because he knows he has to in order to win. My thing on Dave Roberts, and this is going to sound really harsh, I don't think Dave Roberts is a good manager. He's not. I just think he has the easiest well, job in the world. Well, I, I, I could agree with you, but it, it, I think the managers do matter, though. You know, oh, I agree. Managers matter because they make decisions based, you know, for the team. You know, he's the one making the decisions about the pitching, about the lineup, and all that stuff. Listen, so we we know matters. about managers. I, I mean, hey, Luis Rojas is a managerial legend. Mickey Callaway, managerial legend. Yeah, Aaron Boone. Oh, oh, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so we'll, we'll see what happens with the Dodgers as they've clinched the West. They'll, they are the first team in. They're going to get a first-round bye, so that'll yeah. also help them. And everything's going through Chavez Ravine. I mean, th- th- there's no question about it. Oh, yeah, every everything goes through there. Oh boy. Uh, wait and see. Uh, now, a, a brief look at, at some of the standings here. We Give me one second to pull them up. Dan, do you think the Yankees have righted the ship? They're only six, they're back to six up on Toronto. I think they're starting to get it. They're, they, they won a big one. On Tuesday against the Red Sox in extra innings again, once again the the Yankees and the Red Sox go to extra innings once again, proving my point that the Yankees cannot get the job done when they absolutely have to. But they were able to score runs in extras, utilizing the extra man on the ghost runner. I mean, on base, and yeah, I I think that. The fact that the Yankees are winning more games again, not not necessarily against the greatest uh, teams out there, you know they got they don't have a cookie of a schedule, but it's certainly not the toughest. Um, just a little more intimidating, but they're getting wins, and the Yankees need wins, so that's I guess that's good on that front. Um, but again, my worry is. And it has always been. The worry is what happens when they make the playoffs, when they get whatever seed. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to get the two seed. Um, what happens when they make the playoffs? Are they going to be ready to win against playoff teams, against teams that are hungry? Because I don't, I don't see the Yankees team as a hungry team. I don't think they're hungry to win a championship. I don't get the vibe from them. Now, do you not get that vibe from them just based on maybe the guys who aren't there, the the Rizzo's who I think Rizzo is a big time leader for them. Um, Lemay, who's been out, or I I think it's because they not, not I think let me think about it. It's more the fact that they rely so much on one player to be the big gun of that team. Really three players. Judge being the biggest one for sure. And then when he's healthy and cooking, Stanton, 
who has been great for the Yankees. Um, Rizzo is another one. I'll give you a fourth one just because. I think the pitching of Nestor Cortez has saved them big time this season. And a lot of Yankee fans don't talk about how much his good pitching has actually been very beneficial for a team that's always depleted in the bullpen. It's great to see him that he's pitching. So I'll give those four players are the ones saving the Yankee season. All right, let, let me ask you this, and then we'll move on to the AL Central because I think that's a fascinating race. Do, who is the guy come the playoffs? Well, I, I, outside, outside of Judge, because I'm not, I, I don't want to throw him in there. Who's the guy who's going to have the most pressure on them in the playoffs? Because I, I know where I would lean for the Yankees, who that is. Well, I would lean on Giancarlo. Okay. Well, to me, Judge has to have a good playoff. I think the pressure is more on him. But if anything, Giancarlo's there. Okay, see, um, see I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Another player that maybe has some pressure, but let's be honest. We know he's going to suck. It's Garrett Cole. Yeah, that, that's where I was going. The only reason why I don't trust Cole anymore is because in big playoff spots, he stinks every single year. See, th- this is where I'm going b- because for for me, right, I can't get the image of the wild card game of last year out of my head. Y- your best pitcher takes the ball and he, he gets best pitcher rocked. Quote, unquote, and- best pitcher. He, he, the, the other problem is he makes too much money for you to get rid of him. Yeah. So, so, same thing with Stanton. That, that's why I'm going to lump the two together. They each make too much money for them to get rid of either yeah. one of them. Yeah, but at least Stanton has proven that he can be big. No, I agree. Goals. I totally agree with you. It, it's Garrett Cole that's been, uh, been a scaredy cat pretty much his entire time with the Yankees. Doesn't want to pitch in big games. You know. Never has, won a he's never won a big game as a Yankee. Yeah. And and then and then when he has nice big games, it's against teams that stink and then everyone's pumping up like he's the ace. It's like, no, that's not how it works. You're no, pin, pinstripes are yet to be earned. No, no, no. You're you're an ace when you can prove that you can come up in big clutch situations against Big time teams in the league. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. That game against the Astros midseason last year, mm-hmm. where he went complete game. It was probably one of the best performances I've seen out of Garrett Cole. It's a great Astros team. The Yankees, again, depleted on the bullpen, needed a guy to go seven or more, and he went complete game. And yeah. the Astros didn't score anything on him, like, barely, maybe. But the Garrett Cole had that massive physical performance. I want to see that against teams like the Astros again or other teams in the AL, other big-time teams that are coming after the Yankees. And I don't believe he faced the Astros this year. Did he? I don't I, 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 I don't I'm think still so reminded of the doubleheader they played right out of the break. Yeah. Maybe, uh, and they go Mon- Herman and Montgomery. 
And then Cole pitches a great game against the Royals. Yeah. Everyone goes bananas, and then he doesn't even face the Mets in the next series. Because he's he's a scaredy cat. That's why. Well, I don't know if that's him or Aaron Boone. No, he's he's scared. He's scared to face big teams. Oh, he's scared. Not be throwing lumps of coal. And and then the problem is this dopey manager wants to protect his ass by not throwing him. Oh, he can't avoid that in the playoffs. No, you can't afford that in the playoffs. All right, that's the Yankees. Uh, AL Central. We have a little bit of a race. The Guardians are up four on the White Sox, who've been rolling as of late. Got shut out today. Oh, well, what a concept, right? The White yeah. Sox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five and a, and the Twins are five and a half back now. The Guardians' upcoming schedule is they play a makeup game with the White Sox tomorrow, and then the next five, Friday through Monday, they play the Twins at home. So, boy, the Guardians could really put some distance here in the next six games between themselves and their two AL Central opponents. I mean, the Guardians right now have the best chance to really get some separation. Yeah. And they need to take advantage of it. The Twins have been in disarray. The White Sox are cooking, though. I mean, this is the White Sox team that we sort of expected. Yeah. In the beginning of the season. And again, like I said, they, they underachieved throughout the season. And now they're picking it up in September when it matters. So in the, 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 the guardians have to have to slam the door. Like it's over. Like, and by the way, if they slam, do slam the door. I say this with all due respect to every other manager in the American League. If they slam the door here, Terry Francona is your AL manager of the year, and I will not hear anything he, else. But he, he's always an AL manager of the year. He's always a candidate, Because he he's that, so good. He's that good. Yeah. He'll he'll miss he'll miss 60 games and the, the Guardians will still be good. Well, well spe- speaking of missing games. Tony LaRusso has missed some games for the White Sox due to health issues. He's been at the ballpark recently, not with the team in the dugout, though. So yeah. I kind of wonder, and I'm going to try to say this, I mean, I wonder if that helps the White Sox a little bit. But I don't think it matters. I think the, the I don't think for the White Sox, it's the manager. I think it's the fact the team is just underachieved throughout the entire season until now. Yeah. Like if LaRusso was in the the clubhouse with the team i don't think i still think the white Sox still cook as much as you know they happen i really do i think they're winning a lot of games now of course uh, that can always change you know maybe maybe having missing that void uh having the larusa being you know out of the locker room so that maybe that has helped a little bit you know Bring some new school baseball mind into it, but to me, it, it this is a good White Sox team. It's a very good team. So it's it's not surprising that they're still in it. No, nope. right. Houston, they're running away with the West, but they'll, who's they'll shocked get, at that? They'll, they'll get the one seed and they'll go to the World Series because the Houston Astros. So I am very worried about Verlander. Like if that if he comes back from that injury and he doesn't play as well as he has been all season, that's gonna be a bit of a problem. It is, but they're the one team they have a little bit of depth there, McCullers and Urquidy Javier. 
Urquidy had Urquidy or Val and Valdez had that streak of 24 mm-hmm. consecutive quality starts. So there's that too. And and the lineup just mashes. Al, Al, Altuve such a playoff performer. Bregman's been red hot for about a month and a half now. Mm-hmm. At some point, Guriel's starting to get going. They just hit, man, and they get pitch and high root for them. Go dusty. <laughs> the wild card right now. Uh, the Mariners and the Blue Jays have are in the uh, have the same record at eighty and sixty two. The Rays are a half game behind. Then the Orioles are five back of the Rays with the White Sox seven, the Twins at eight and a half. I'm not even going to tell you the Red Sox. I'll go and stop at the Red Sox who are ten and a half out. Yeah, they're 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 done. Um, I mean. I- it stinks for the Orioles, man. Like they, it seems like, and th- th- this is my point. When you know, when a team like the Orioles, they're young, and we weren't expecting them to make the playoffs. But I think the season really changed when they got rid of um, Lopez and yeah. um, Mancini. Because even yeah, though but- the young guys have come up and they played great baseball, I think not having those two real in in big time. Games, I think they miss them so much because they come in the clutch so big, especially Mancini at the plate. So, just saying, I think they did make a bigger mistake. But you know what? If they want to grow the team and develop, I'm all for that too. They weren't expected to make the playoffs anyway, but the Orioles have played good baseball all season. So, uh, tip your cap to them, really. And they got a chance this weekend to make up some ground. They play the Blue Jays in Toronto. Yeah. So if you they, win some yeah. of those games, you take two of three, you get yourself back in there. Mm-hmm. You just pluck away. That's kind of what they've done all year. Right. Um, you know, so the White Sox and the Twins, I'm not going to say they're better off going for the division they, than they, they are the Wild they, they need to go for the division. Yeah. They're, so so they're, they're, there's no way they're going to catch – any of these teams. And I, I'll say this about Seattle. Seattle played the Braves over the weekend. Mm. Those crowds were insane. People, Seattle needs this. I'm telling you, Seattle yeah. needs Seattle, cheer for your baseball team and stop booing Russell Wilson. Yeah, but, but what a disgrace, by the way. How how dare you? I mean, what? Yeah, that is, come on. That, that was just terrible. How, how do you boo someone? Before we get back to baseball, how do you boo? Someone oh. that gave you your only Super Bowl. Like, come on. Only reason you've been relevant the last yeah, exactly. Years. Get get the get the hell out of here. Oh, because uh. he, he he wants to leave or uh not cozy with Pete Carroll and fuck off. Excuse my language. Enough. You're an embarrassing embarrassment of the fan base. To, yeah, you should to, have people sitting next to you booing you. Yeah, sorry. No, Russell Wilson deserved better. But no, this is great for Seattle. Seattle needs baseball playoffs. Seattle has the longest playoff drought in all sports. Haven't been there since so one. Well, they're gonna they're gonna end it. They're gonna end it. You know. Excuse me. On to the National League, the East. The Mets lead the Braves by a game. Braves already lost tonight. The Mets are getting their butts walled by the Cubs. Here's the PSA. I don't want to hear about easy schedule. I 
don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about that. You are the New York Mets. Get it together. And I have a PSA for you, Buck. And I, I love Buck Showalter. He's had a great year. For the love of God, don't make me watch Darren Ruff hit anymore. That's rough for the fans having to watch that dude hit. You know, the other guys will pick it up. Pete will pick it up. McNeil will pick it up. That's fine. I don't want to see Darren Ruff. Rotation-wise, Scherzer pitched for AAA Syracuse tonight. Yeah. He was solid. They'll get him back. What, you just got to find a way. What's this love affair all of a sudden with Joey Rodriguez? <laughs> Honestly, I, I think it's just he's the only lefty in the pen. Who which cares? Which should have at the deadline. But who cares? He's I'm not arguing. He stuck with the Yankees. I saw, I had to watch that moron pitch for Dude, three months last year. But week. if you drop the E in his name and add an extra L, he is Jolly Rodriguez. That's all I got about him. David Peterson will be in the bullpen too after the terrible performance he gave tonight, a third of an inning. Yeah. Um, but but offensively, they got to get it going. That That's well, the one area well, the, of real concern. Well, especially for Pete Alonzo, who's struggled pretty much since the All-Star break. He hasn't been great. Um, yeah. he, he's been good at times, but he hasn't been great. He has been first half Pete Alonzo. And he needs to get back to that. Because in the playoffs, you, again, your big guns need to come out. That's your time to shine. And if P. Alonso's not going to be hitting as well as he did in the first half of the season, Mets are in huge trouble. I don't care if Escobar hits you home runs every night. I don't care if Lindor comes through big. You need Pete Alonso. He's your big yeah. gun. And then, and then you need the bat of Starling Marte to come back yeah. as well. That, that's yeah. been and then that, that injury stinks, man. I mean... I know, I know that they miss him big time. Yeah, and and they're not going to say it to, they miss Scherzer. No, and and they're hoping to get Scherzer back on Monday. So I mean, they they but they definitely missed him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, if anything, bullpen's other than Rodriguez, bullpen's been okay. Lugo's but, been pretty good for the yeah. most part. Adovino looks like he he's he's been good. Yeah, he's found Diaz has it pitched, <laughs> and that's a that's another big thing. It, pretty much since the trumpets, <laughs> yeah. City Field. But like, by can, the way, Jerry get, Seinfeld, how did you not like the trumpets? Well, I, I think it, it it and and he makes I, I get it. He's a he's a Met fan that is very uh, what's the word. Superstitious, I guess, for lack of a better term, he doesn't want anything to ruin what he calls the mojo. Like for like the one the who let the dogs out in the Baja Men in the two thousand World Series, pretty much ruined that series. Thank you, Derek Jeter. And then of course the the Timmy trumpets at City Field. Um, Mets haven't really won much since, but. No, I I kind of get I kind of get his point. Now I don't necessarily agree with him all the way. I think injuries have killed them. Um, Alonzo struggling has killed them. So it, it, it's a it's a many different things that the outside stuff doesn't really have an impact on. Yes, so that's the Mets. They're up a game on Atlanta, who already lost this afternoon to the Giants. 
they'll play a series with the Phillies who are in, oh, excuse me, in the wild card race as well. Excuse me, the Cardinals and the Brewers battling it out in the central, although the Cardinals look like they're going to run away with it. They're stepping up. And the Dodgers already clinched the West. So uh, you look at the wild card, the Braves, the Phillies, the Padres, and the Brewers are a game and a half behind the Padres. Yeah, and that's it's that third spot, really. Yeah, it's, that's and it's two teams. Big. It's the Padres and it's the Brewers. Yeah, now, of course, the Phillies can always drop off. And one of those teams, I would think the Padres would have the better chance of getting the two. Um, but really, it's that third spot that, you know, at this point, that's really up for grabs because either the Phillies or one of the two teams trying to vow for the, the third spot is going to get the second spot. Now, now, for the Brewers, they're playing the Cardinals now, but then they got three with the Yankees over the weekend. Oh, jeez. Then, then they get the Mets next week. Then they play the Reds. They get the Cardinals again. Then they get the Marlins. And then they'll end the season with the Diamondbacks. Watch the Yankees blow games against the Brewers like they always do. Well, Christian Yelch will have something to say about that. Uh, the Padres will play the Diamondbacks, the Cardinals, the Rockies, the Dodgers, the White Sox, and they'll end the season with the Giants. So, The Padres should beat the Diamondbacks. I'm sorry. The Diamondbacks, they're, 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 they have some good players, but the Padres are better than the Arizona. Come and on. they're better than Colorado. Yeah, they, they, these are these are games that they should win. Like, if you're really serious about making the playoffs, and how about going after Soto and Bell and Hater at the Dell? Oh, w- would it be? By the way, would it be such karma for the Padres to pick up Hater and the Brewers are the one that go to the playoffs and not the Padres? Like how how would that feel for Josh, who has sucked ever since he went to um to San Diego? I mean that that would be some storyline. That that, just... that would that is one of those stories that would make me laugh. Oh laugh, boy, laugh. that's that's. I, I wonder this: stuff. if the Padres miss out, if the Brewers overtake them. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna get rolled in San Diego? Because uh, someone's uh, gonna have to take the well, heat on well, this. One. It's probably the GM because. You know, maybe the manager, but the, I, 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 I don't know. I oh. would think I would think the team would get they're they're gonna they're, they're gonna have to get away figure out because they built this team to possibly contend for a World Series and they have not played up to par. They also built this team to contend against the Dodgers, and the Dodgers and are they, their Padres. And they, they they rolled away big time. Yeah, big FU by the by the by the Dodgers. Oh boy. Oh man. I mean, it, I guess Melvin may get some some heat, but it's really it's really probably that's gonna get the heat too. Yeah. He, I wonder how much heat Soto's gonna get too, because he has not hit. Yeah, he's much. been he's been dreadful. And yeah. so has Bell. Bell has been awful. So by the way, the, the two returns the Nationals have gotten. Boy, just hit another home run tonight. So, Abrams is a stud. Yeah, and, and, and how about Joey Manessis? Some 30-year-old rookie playing out of his mind in DC. 
Yeah. Listen, Menaces is and, becoming a nemesis. Exactly. And, 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 I, and, and I said it. Give me credit. I said, watch. The Nationals are going to win this trade in so far. The Nationals are not making the play. We need that. They're winning this trade because the Padres are you no know, fighting tooth and nail to get into the third spot. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's excellent stuff. Oh, so, uh, what? Love the what? Love the th- the element of the third wild card. Well, they need this. They needed this. Look, I, I, I was not a. At first, I was not a fan of playoff expansion, but now I'm loving it. You know, because it's just more races to keep up with. Mm. You know, so sometimes you gotta give things a chance to, you know, to really see how it goes. And so far, I'm actually liking. We're gonna continue because these these races have been sensational. Again, your big weekend series. You got the Orioles and the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. You got the Twins at the Guardians. That's a five gamer because that'll wrap around the Monday. Ooh. Phillies at the Braves. That that could be really good. And you have the Yankees and the Brewers. Those are some big series. Yeah. Now the the Twins at the Guardians. Now this is going to make or break the season for the Twins. Yeah. If if they lose two games, it's over. Yeah, they, they got a minimum win four here. Yeah, to, to they, at least stay in it. Keep they yourself lose, alive. You, you cannot lose two. Even if you go three and two here, you can't lose two because it's not going to make up a, a much of a ground here. Yeah, to, to your point, they are – give me one – I know I said it before. I'm just reminding you. They, they're five and a half out. So if you win three, that goes to two and a half. So you get yourself in – you got to win the series. Yeah, you can't – no, you, you, you cannot – you have to win it handle and make the yeah, Guardians so- sweat a little bit. Then they play the Royals, the Angels, and then they play the White Sox, which will be a big one. Yep. And they close out with the Tigers and the White Sox again. So I believe for Cleveland, this is their last – this is definitely their last series with the Twins. Uh, Oh, and they play the White Sox right afterwards. So, and, yeah. And they close out with the, the Royals. So you have to beat the teams you're supposed to beat, but you also have to beat these teams either behind you, bury them, or if you're the team behind, you have to win because now you're going to eliminate some ground. Mm-hmm. So either way, it's a make or break for the Twins. Yeah. Oh. The, the second they lose their second game, I think it's over for them. I don't know if they can manage that much ground. I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, it, it's it's a tough call. Uh, as for tonight for the Twins, they are up three nothing on the Royals. Mm-hmm. Again, another team they should be because the Royals stink. The Royals have not been relevant since the Lord Song Royals. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else, Dan? You wanted to hit on for tonight? Uh. No, just the fact that the Yankees are up 4-1 against the Red Sox in the second game of their series in Boston, which is uh, something that 
you know, puts a smile on my face. But again, they do in the playoffs, not in the regular season. And for the match, just 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 get it together, man. Yeah, well, you can't you can't lose games to the Cubs. I'm you sorry. lose tonight. You you get swept by the Cubs. There's going to be uh, yeah. Somebody's got to answer for something. Well, and- well, it's going to be the manager and the manager who's gotten so much praise all the season. Now all of a sudden is like sweating a little bit. And it's not just because I'm also sweating, but it's because the heat's on. Yeah. What? Forget the dog days of August. We're in the dog days of September. What? 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 What was the thing that did it? Because the Mets went through injuries throughout the season, but were able to stay on top. Like, what did it? Oh boy, uh, I, I think the two big ones. I think Scher- losing Scherzer a second time yeah, is a killer. Was, yes, they miss him. They miss him. I think they miss they miss Marte's presence, but they miss Scherzer's leadership. Yeah, because even if he's not in the game, he he's talking to guys, he's showing them some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the third thing is that every team's going to go through a slump. It's just when you go through the slump, the Mets have picked the worst possible time offensively <laughs> to go through the slump. <laughs> It's the worst time, but with that said, they're they're gonna make the playoffs. But like, right? It just depends on how they make it. Yeah, I still think they're the best team to win that division, despite their struggles. Listen, cheers to that! <laughs> cheers to that, dude! Cheers to that! Water <laughs> bottle it up! Yeah, and cheers to the Sports and Sanity Network. Log on cheers. to our website, huh? Yeah. Oh www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for blogs, for blo- for blogs, for vlogs, for planes, trains, and automobiles. Check out this podcast, all other podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google, wherever, wherever you get your podcast. Now, if you're feeling a little tipsy and you want that little something extra, www.onlyfans.com backslash Nathan Moser will give you that kind of content. <laughs> but for Danny Boy, Reginald, Dan Rines, I am Mike Griffin. Thank you for listening to Batter Up, part of the Sports Insanity Podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Have a great weekend. Enjoy September baseball. We'll talk to you next weekend. Namaste. Peace, love, and fried chicken, folks. Oh. <laughs>